Hello, and thank you for joining me once again. This is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast, episode number 10. Tonight, a little bit more of a submissive side of me will eke its way out and hope to please you. Before that, though, I do want to say that the show is sponsored by my efforts. If you like what you hear today, please consider going to my webpage, graynighterotica.com. If you click on the book tab there, you can go ahead and see all of my audiobooks currently up for sale. If you're not a member of Audible and you use the portal on the website, you can get two of my books for absolutely free for signing up for that Audible trial through there. So please consider that and on with the show. Today, a more submissive side of the night emerges, and I hope you enjoy what you hear. It's going to be two pieces that fold together into something called Please, Mistress. Hey, look what I've got. Yeah, 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 I seem to remember a certain time in our relationship where you said if handcuffs should magically appear then of course we would try them out and we would use them and we'd play a little game of servant and master does that ring any bells for you or it does awesome so i was just thinking you could stick your hands out like so and <laughs> uh sorry what yeah yeah sure you can take a look at them i got two keys just so there wouldn't be any issues taking them off and what no <laughs> no see now you give them back and i put them on you because wait what yeah, we, we agree that we'd put them on and have fun all night serving a master on the master. <laughs> no, girls can't be the master. That's like a rule. Um, whoa. No, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, that was fun. Uh, take them off. I'm serious, take them off. Baby, take them off. This isn't funny anymore. You know that you were supposed to be wearing these. And I... No, baby. Your name is baby. It's not mistress. Ugh. Come on, you're ruining it. I was so excited. Like, I even sprung for the good model. Baby, come on. They hurt my wrists a little. This isn't fun. All right? You know you want to wear them. No. No. Fine. Fine. I'll get on my knees, and I'll pretend. And then you'll take them off, right? Okay. Here I am. I'm on my knees. Mistress, will you please take them off? Ah, fine. <clears throat> Mistress, will you please take off my handcuffs? God damn it, you just said you would. Ah, uh, don't put your fucking foot on my shoulder when I'm trying to stand up. 
I, I am so irritated right now. You got to be kidding me. You said we would do this. Ah. Uh, uh, come on. Come on. You know I love it when you stroke my chest like that. It's not fair. No, I've never been curious. All right, you have to promise. You, hey, you have to promise that we are never, ever going to talk about this with anyone else, no matter what happens between us, forever. You understand? Please let me serve you, mistress. Please let me serve you, mistress. I would love to serve you, mistress. You like that, don't you? Me calling you mistress? Hmm. How the word rolls off my tongue. Maybe you want me to say it a few more times. Please, mistress. Please, mistress. Please let me serve you. It's all I really want. Hmm. I want to make you so happy down on my knees where I belong. It is the absolute perfect way to see you, looking up at you, seeing how strong you are, how capable, my hands bound in front of me. Oh, you've wanted me in this position for a very long time, and I was reluctant, but I have grown to trust you and appreciate you for who you are, and that is why I can submit to you, let you rule over me, your every wish, a true command, and your every command, a consequence, ready to happen. Mm. Look at my cock, please, mistress. You see how hard it is? Mm, just struggling to escape. Now, that is what you do for me when I know that it's just you and me and the secrets between us. Mm, oh, oh, God. Oh, you know I don't like feet. So you stroking my cock with yours. So fucking wrong of you. Oh, ah, oh, it hurts. Ah, oh, it hurts the way that you're fucking pushing down on it with. Ah, oh. 
but I like it. Mm. I like it because it's your foot, and I like it because you're doing it. Oh. Oh, fuck, fuck. Oh. 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 Oh, the way... Oh. The way you flick your toes against my balls. God damn it. Mm. Oh. You... You have some uh, aggression to work out, don't you there, mistress? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make a joke. I'm your servant. I'm your slave. I'm honored for every touch you give me and every mark you leave. You are so... Powerful, and I just want to get inside that power. Mm. I know I can't. I know I can't. I know that I can't dictate what comes next. And that's for my mistress to decide in all her power and glory. Mm. Absolutely. I love my mistress and the way she treats and mistreats me is so, so good. Oh. <laughs> mm. Mm. You're really really gonna make me work for it tonight, aren't you, mistress? Oh. I love the way you stroke my chest. I love how your lips feel when they slide up and down without kissing. Just that friction. Oh, it's so good. Oh. Please, please let me touch my cock, mistress. Mmm. Oh, I love it when you tell me no. Mmm. Mm. Make me just cross my arms together like a, like an insolent child, like a bad boy. Mmm. <laughs> Mm. Ah. Mm. Fuck yes. Ah. Ah. Bite me again. Come on, bite me again. Ah. Mm. Oh, so good. Oh, please, mistress, kiss it better. Please, mistress, kiss it all better. You made me hurt so much. <laughs> but your kisses make it all better. Mm, that's why you can do anything you want with me. 
Because I know that you'll repair it before the end of the night. It's just how good of a mistress you are to me. Oh, I love the look in your eyes when I say it. I'm going to say it again. Please, mistress. Please, mistress. Can I touch my cock yet? Oh. Oh, I hate the word, but I love the way you say it. Mm. Mm. God damn, your nails feel so good digging into my skin. Whew. It makes me wonder what you're drawing into my back. What kind of design? Oh. Oh, you writing something. Okay. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, five. No. S. S. <laughs> L. Oh, no, I think I know where this is going. You want me to spell it out anyway? Yes, mistress. You. T. And I am. I'm a little slut for you. I'm a little. I'm a little bad boy for you. And I'll give you anything you want, everything you want. But I always want to come with you. I always want to come for you. I think about you when I jerk off. And that is absolutely the truth. Mm. Oh, God damn it, hurts. Your fucking fingers between my ribs. Ah, it's so sensitive. No, mistress, I'm a big, strong beast. I can take it. Mm -hmm. I don't even need to be in a cage. Just a little bit restrained. <laughs> I'm sorry, mistress. No laughing. This is serious. Absolutely. Let me tilt my head to the side. Mm, and back. Yes, mistress. God, your teeth are so sharp. What's it like having all that power over a big old brute like me? What's it like just being able to rip someone apart? Oh... I bet it feels real, real good, doesn't it? Mm, don't be mad. But please, 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 can I touch my cock, mistress? I can. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> uh...
Oh, look at how fucking hard it is. Uh. Mm. Just watch me jerk off. Yes, mistress. Oh, of course I'll hunch over for you. It's because I'm dirty. It's because I'm such a dirty little slut. You don't even want to see it all, do you? You just want to see my cock and not my face. Oh, whatever gets you off. Whatever gets you off. Mm. Mistress, uh, I'll go faster for you. Mm. 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 Oh, God damn. Uh. Uh. Mm. Just go faster. Uh, uh, no, no, I won't come without your permission. Mm, mm, no, I promise. I promise. Oh, it just feels so good. Oh, oh, you, you pressing into against it with your foot really, it made the blood flow. Mm, mm. I am harder than I have been in a very long time. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, mistress, no laughing. Oh, 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 oh. Can I please, can I please? No, no, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'll stop touching. Oh. Oh, there's water in my eyes. Oh, God damn it. Oh, it hurts so much. Oh, you can't understand this pain with your balls filling up and then not being able to release. <laughs> oh. oh, no, mistress, I'm not arguing. Mm. I'll do whatever you say. I'll do whatever you want. Oh, if you say I can't come, then I can't come. My mistress is always right in everything she says and does to me. And that is why I'm such a lucky, lucky boy. Oh. Oh. Adding insult to injury, are we? Rubbing my poor battered cock with your foot. I see how it is. 
Mm, it's because I didn't stop soon enough, did I? Oh, I was a very bad slut for you. I'm sorry, mistress. I'm still learning. Seems like you're going to have to teach me some things after all. Oh. Oh, mistress. Even with the least attractive part of your body stroking my immediately hurt and rejected cock, you still know how to breathe life right back into it, don't you? You know how to say that the pain is okay because it's all for my mistress. You are so fucking sexy. Oh, can I please look into your eyes? Thank you, mistress. You're very good to me and very, very beautiful. And after tonight, when the handcuffs come off, I know that I'm still going to see you in a different light. And that makes me a very, very excited little man-slut. Mm -hmm. mm, I'm nothing but my cock for my mistress. I'm nothing but my cock for my mistress. Of course I'll kiss your feet. Mm-mm. Of course. Mm, thank you for letting me suck on your toes, mistress. Mm, thank you for letting me look in your eyes, as I did, watching how much you get off denigrating me. Degrading me, making me nothing. You are just the best fucking thing that's ever happened to me. Come for you so badly. Please, mistress. Please. I promise if you tell me to stop, I'll stop immediately and I won't argue. Please, mistress. Please. so much. Oh. Oh, please tell me you'll give it a kiss and make it all better when I'm done. 
once your little slut has come for you. Oh, we'll see. I guess that's the best I can expect. Oh. Mm. Oh. Oh, do you hear how fucking turned on I am for you? Oh, only for you, mistress. Only for you. Ah, oh, you're the only woman who could fucking make me kneel down, jerk myself while looking into your eyes and fucking love it. Ah, oh. Oh. Mm. oh, feels so good. Ah. long as you need. I get off on watching you watch me. I'll keep going for as long as you need. Oh, anything for you, mistress. Anything for you. Uh, what? What? On the ground? Of course. Of course. the ground like the dirty worthless slut that I am See, I swallowed it all. Uh, now I don't have to be punished, right? Mm, thank you, mistress. Now, 
I don't suppose you wouldn't mind taking these handcuffs off. <laughs> Baby, come on. Come on, all night long is just an expression. You don't actually... Yes, mistress. Whatever you say, mistress. All right, guys, hopefully you enjoyed the more submissive side of me. And now you're going to get a little bit more of a sassy side as it's time for questions and answers. Please excuse the little froggy frog in my throat. He hopped in, but he will not hop out. We do have our first question right now from Psychotic Insanity. Do you believe in any uh, superstitions? Uh, thank you for that question. Uh, always available, psychotic, insanity, in all the best ways. She is one of the very first pieces of fan art I ever got, and I will always love her for it. I don't... I'm not a particularly superstitious man, and I think that's a side effect of how arrogant I am. Uh, I, I very much believe that we're masters of our own destiny, and when when it feels like luck is conspiring against you... I take, this is very, this is very nerdy of me. I take quite a bit of solace in something that somebody on Babylon 5 said. Google it. It was a show before you were born. Um, <laughs> in which, yeah, isn't it great that horrible things happen to you that you don't deserve because it could be horrible things happening to you that you do deserve. Horribly paraphrased. But uh, <clears throat> that's probably why I'm not a professional writer. Ooh, self-burn. Next question from Winch of the Scullery. Hey, Jack. Hello. I had two more questions about food. The first one about chili. Not chili peppers, but chili the meat dish. Beans or no beans? Uh, always beans. I, I have never been so offended before. Always pinto beans in chili. That being said, uh, chili the meat dish is not something that I eat. <laughs> I eat chilies the peppers. And uh, generally speaking, between the two, you're not going to find a lot of crossover. People who eat green chilies, uh, they're simply hey, not going to go ahead and I had two more questions that. about oh, food. Oh, no. The first it one restarted. about chili. Not chili peppers, but chili the meat dish. Beans or no beans? And secondly... Uh-oh, here we go. It's also one of those things for you where you can add in just about anything, like pineapple, or are you a purist? Again, thanks so much for all the work you put into things and uh, and getting through the days, even when they're rough. Uh, it's nice that we can be there with you. Take care. Thank you. So, oh, that was so sweet. Um, Winch is just she. I don't. I don't want anybody else to get jealous, but she's just the kind of fan that you dream about when you start something like this. Thank you so much for the question, Twitch. Um, I mean, I jokingly say that I can put green chili in my breakfast cereal because I, I do pretty much add it to anything. Uh, what, what can I legitimately add to just about anything that's not uh, cold? Cheese. Pepper jack cheese. Again, peppers. Lo lo I love that spicy food. I love the caliente, baby. I can't help it. That's, everyone's always like, how'd you get so hot? Eat a lot of hot food. That's, that's how thermodynamics work. Uh, 
Is there anything I could add to anything? Almond milk, pretty much. Honestly, I love almond milk. I I have a uh, a sudden switch to almond coconut blend, and it's just so good. It's only forty five calories. It's unsweetened with no additional sugar, and it's already so sweet. I could add that to pretty much any dish I make, and in fact, I've started eating um, little boxes of macaroni and cheese again because I'm poor. And I make it with the almond milk, and it's a little sweet. I know that's not going to be for everybody, but man, I think it tastes amazing. Uh, and, and I'm having macaroni and cheese again once or twice a week because, you know, I have this great almond milk substitute. All right. Thank you again, Winch. Up next, we have Chrissy, not Chrissy. It's really important, guys, that we say Chrissy, not Chrissy. Uh-oh. Hey, Jack. It's Chrissy. Uh, still with a K, not with a C-H. <laughs> My question for you today is in two parts, actually. Okay. The first part is, are you into any comic books or any movies that are based off of comic books? And if so, DC or Marvel? Uh, well, I mean, right now, it's so easy just to say Marvel, right? Like, they're killing it. <clears throat> I'm not a comic book guy. Uh, I've never even read a Deadpool. And if I had not been forced at knife point, uh, the knife point of friendship, I would never have read a Walking Dead either. Not a visual person. And I I say that and I and I hear you girls go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's it's surreal. And it's not surreal, it's real. This is the worst question and answer segment ever. I'm coughing, there's technical issues. I <laughs> legitimately apologize. You guys deserve better. Uh, but, but I'm just going to give a quick example. And this is going to really test your... How much of a fan of a show you are, because this is how weird I am. Think of the think of the color blue. I bet you saw a blue image in your mind. When I'm asked, I see the words, the color blue, and they're not colored blue. They're white on a back black ground, when I think about that. I am not a visual thinker, and that gets me into a lot of trouble. But it has its benefits. I can relate much better to menus, because generally speaking, they don't have pictures of the food on them. Uh, you know, there's there's a couple of benefits to being a freak like me. Up next, we have a series of questions. Hypothetically, the way things are going, you, you never know. Question from Gina, number one. So you're going to call me out over the podcast? Yes, wow. Okay. <laughs> Since you're going to call me out, I'm going to have to call you out. Okay. You said you don't like Harry Potter. You don't like Lord of the Rings. Mm. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. Mm. I just want to know what's going on with that. Why do you dislike that? Is it the writing? Is it the author? Like, what is it exactly that you don't like about that series? I actually just missed the train. I was too old. Um, and my first serious relationship was with somebody who loved them and was older than me. So, woof. That was rough. Um, <clears throat> the writing's just fine. 
I've read the first one at that lover's request, and it's just fine. I just missed it. So here's here's the here's the nerd speech. If I was written by David Mamet instead of by Jack, here's the nerd speech that I give. I absolutely love the story of a young boy living in a small space who finds out that he's a wizard one day and goes to a magical academy and learns lots of spells and has adventures before realizing that his being is somehow attached at birth to the coming of the Dark One. But unfortunately, his name wasn't Harry, and he didn't go to Hogwarts. So I felt like I already read it, and it was called The Wizard of Earthsea. In fact, there's an Ursula K. Le Guin uh, bio pick that's on Kickstarter right now. Hopefully it gets out of there. Ursula K. Le Guin became this writing icon for me. And I just, I mean, that's literally the premise of The Wizard of Earthsea is, is a kid goes to wizarding school, has adventures with his classmates, and then all of a sudden, the Dark One shows up. Uh, so it's just, you know, it's a little hard to get into. The first hit's always the best, baby. All right, question from Gina number two. Hopefully she's not calling me out. Oh, sweet daddy Jack-Jack. <laughs> I still can't believe you would call me out over that podcast. Oh, no. But it's okay. Just because I don't know what to ask does not mean I am not going to throw a bunch of random questions at you. <laughs> so here we go. No. Describe... The most awkward date you've ever been on, whether it be a blind date, uh, someone you've known for a while, whatever. This is going to turn into a theme episode. So, first date with that person, uh, the one one that I read Harry Potter for, she had just moved to town, and she said, hey, let me pick you up in my truck. This is upon our first meeting, and I'm going to take you to this coffee house I go to all the time. And it'll be great. She takes me there. The coffee house has been foreclosed upon and closed for over two months. So I already know she's a liar. But wait, there's more. So we go to a Starbucks, and as soon as we do, her mom, who had some mental health issues, not a joke, uh, called her up and was like, Where are you? You're late. I'm scared to death. And then demanded that she come home immediately. Immediately. Which meant that I was going to be stranded at Starbucks. So she's apologizing. She looks like she's going to cry. She confesses that she'd never actually been to the uh, to the coffee house she said she loved so much. She'd only driven by it. Then she jumped in her truck and she drove away as quickly as she could. And I had to walk back a literal three and a half miles to get to my car to drive home and that was our first date and as soon as I got home I looked at the number that I kept on the fridge at the time because I'm old and sorry the number of another girl that I had been out with uh, previously that week and we uh, had agreed to go and see Shrek and I threw it away and I hung up her number the girl that I had seen that evening instead and called her to say, I bet you're feeling pretty embarrassed, but I, you know, I'm just going to use this crisis as an opportunity to, to get a second date because I bet I can. <laughs> Still the worst date I've ever had. All right, question from Gina number three. 
hypothetical question. If you were the one that won that $1 billion Powerball jackpot mm. a couple weeks ago, what would have been your first purchase? Oh, first purchase would be a law firm. But that's not a sexy answer. Uh, but that is legit. First, first purchase would be a law firm. I would buy them. Fuck a retainer with that kind of money. And then I would buy an accountant to watch the lawyers, a forensic accountant. And then I would buy a hitman to watch the accountant. Because, <laughs> I mean, I would, buy, I would buy the law firm in a country where you could do that. Where, like, we could have the lawyers sign the contract for the hitman. Uh, and everyone's okay with it. Some banana republic somewhere. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the first really big purchase, I mean, I of course I would, um, I would, I just, I don't know if I've ever mentioned I had a sister before. Uh, I can feel the questions about that one coming. Uh, I, I would pay for some stuff for my sister that she wants. I'd definitely buy her a house. I would give some money to my mom. Uh, there's a couple of extended family members who have been pretty cool to me over the years. They would definitely get some swag as well. Swag being real estate if we're talking about a billion dollars. And then I think I've talked about this on the podcast before because I need projects and I need to work. It's just how I'm wired. So I would start making the most friendly, and I mean from top to bottom have input from women, the most friendly erotic sex positive site that I could possibly build yeah and it would hopefully continue my my affirmations and my the work that I hope that I'm sometimes doing with some of the softer stuff and it would just hopefully be the best thing ever and I want to build it one day and I want that to be my Camelot um and then some boring answers, like I'd be a humanitarian, and there's a lot of real cool stuff you can do um, in sub-Saharan Africa with micro-loaning and, uh, I mean, one goading per families, and eh, you guys don't care. Um, <clears throat> however much, I know you guys probably want to answer, like, I would dress like a steampunk convention all the time and literally make a working airship. Eh. It's the law firm and website thing for real. And then hopefully, like, I would, like, the big splurge, the big splurge, the one thing that I'm always comfortable spending a good chunk of money on, so this would be no exception, is I would, I would get an engineer to make the perfect bed for me. Like, I don't even know how you do that, but if you have that much money, you don't have to. You just, you just point to somebody and you go, you, find me a bed engineer. And they and they don't just go. What do you? They just they run. They run. They run to the internet, furiously type, start typing in sleep engineer, bed engineer, calling up people with with umlauts in their names. <laughs> I don't think you understand the situation here, man. He hired a hitman for his accountant. This is sleep. All right. Next question from Gina. All right, sweet daddy Jack Jack. Oh my. I know you said that your family is aware of what you do mm. and that they've been supportive. Um, just out of curiosity, have they listened to any of them? Like, not necessarily the erotica, but the boyfriend experience stuff. Like, I mean, what? how did they respond to it if they did listen to it at all? Just curious. Uh, no, they have not actually listened to it, and they've never actually 
read it, they know that I'm a quote-unquote published author. The book did not do very well. Um, but they've never, they don't know the title. They don't read it. I don't want them to read it. I think that when people love you, that they cannot give an honest opinion. And that's what I'm really looking for when it comes to writing and feedback. Um, especially in the non-erotic stuff. So, no, they don't know specific stuffs, but they never have. They never have. Last question from Gina. Now, I'm usually listening to your audios at work, and they get pretty steamy. Mm. So, needless to say, I get really awkward and fidgety (laughs) and nervous. Uh, The last one I listened to, I knocked over my keyboard, a couple water bottles, um... One of my coworkers thought I was having a panic attack. Um, when on reality, I was just really nervous um, and in my feelings. Um, but out of curiosity, had, do you have a funny story about um, maybe a girlfriend sending you a naughty text message or voicemail pictures? And if so, how did you respond to it? You know, if it, if it's not too personal. Yeah. If it's not, look at all that sweetness. She came on strong, guys. But Gina, of course, goes out calling me daddy and telling me how I get to control her with my mind. So thank you very much for all the questions, Gina, especially since there weren't so many this week. Uh, we are, ooh, you hear that tummy lunch? This is this is just podcast gold. Uh, no, I actually, unfortunately, all my long-term relationships were with women who were pretty shy. So... I was definitely the dominant force, and I did not get that. I would love it. I would love getting random sex and pics. Um, So instead, the truth of the matter is, when people submit stuff to my Tumblr sometimes, I get so turned on. And, ooh, this is kind of an embarrassing story. But, fuck it, you were intimate with me. So... I normally totally keep a partition at work and home life and gray night and all that. But I'm also the master of my domain at work. Uh, I work at a warehouse and nobody else is in there nine times out of ten. So I looked once and there was a picture of a fan and there was some nudity involved. And I got so, so fucking turned on that I had to sit cross-legged in my giant command stool. And it looked so awkward And if I didn't work primarily with women, I would be 100% convinced that they would know that I was trying to hold uh, or hide a giant erection. True but embarrassing story. And we have one more question today from J.K. Quinn. Hello, Jack. This is J.K. Quinn, a.k.a. The Positivity Hanan. Hello. Nice to finally speak to you. Nice to speak with you. Um, I suppose my question is, have you ever considered getting like a P.O. box or something so that we could send things to you? Because there is a shirt that we sell where I work that just says, she calls me daddy. And honestly, I thought of you immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. That is so, so sweet of you. Uh, I, I will get a PO box. I need to figure out where I'm going to live first. Uh, first I'm traveling abroad. And then after that, like, I don't know. I'm thinking about moving someplace where 
the rent and utilities are just super low and the internet is good and reliable and just trying to make a, trying to have a go at this later this year. So let me figure out all those questions first. And then I will 100% open up a P.O. box because I have a feeling, and don't get me wrong, I'm super into you sending me a naughty t-shirt. I have a feeling that at least one of you will send food. And if food isn't love, then I don't know what is. Especially food that you don't know to expect. When food just arrives, that's love, baby. Okay, guys. I... (laughs) I think that'll do it. Feeling extra sassy today. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. You guys requested a little bit of mail submission. You guys got it. You know what that means, right? That your requests work and that I work for your requests. So please send them in. Not a lot of questions this week. Please consider sending them in. You can either find instructions on how to do that on my Tumblr page, graynighterotica.tumblr.com, Or you can just send them in a voice file like Gina did today to my email, and that is graynighterotica at gmail.com. If you send it in a voice file, it'll probably get on the show. Thank you so much for listening. Did you know that you could get not one but two of my audiobooks for absolutely free? It's true. And this website's going to be hard to remember after everything else I've said. But if you go to graynighterotica.com, I know I was tricky. I tried to trick you there with a little bit of a wink, and click on the Books tab, you can get any of those books that interest you for absolutely free, not just one but two. Just click on a book, sign up for the Audible free trial, and you'll be listening to me in no time. Again, two books absolutely free if you go through my website, graynighterotica.com. I think that should just about do it. Is the music coming in? Oh, oh, that's nice. It means I get to, I get to slack a little bit. I hope that you have an absolutely great weekend ahead of yourself planned. I know that I do. I've been working real hard like a good little boy so that I can play some XCOM 2. I hope that you are feeling real good about yourself. Thank you so much again for listening. Please keep sending in those requests, the questions, everything else. And if you've ever been interested in hearing some more of my stuff, again, graynighterotica.com. Click on the book tab. There's stuff for, for free. Thank you again. Have an excellent rest of your week ahead of you.